morning. Oh, come on, we can do better than that. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, yeah, I like that better. Uh, team A, well done. Yes. Totally biased. Team B, there's always Christmas next year. Uh, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, so I, I want to talk a little bit about gifts this morning, and I'm very excited to be here. So I'm curious about some of the greatest gifts that we've gotten. So I want you to take a moment, talk with the neighbor quietly, give you about 20, 30 seconds, see if you can identify great gifts over time. Could have been when you were small, could have been last week, could have been this morning. See if you can figure out a great gift that you've had recently. Go ahead. We have any we have any good gifts? All right, so I'm curious, what are some of the greatest gifts we've we've gotten? Okay, I've got one right down here up front. A lorry load of manure. A lorry load of manure. I, I don't, okay, yes. The farmers, yes. Karaoke machine. A karaoke machine, Fan, that's pretty good, that's pretty good. That's it, these are the only two people who have gotten Christmas gifts. Ella. A dog. Oh, that's a good Christmas gift, yeah. A day trip where? Oh, that's fantastic. I wish I had that holiday gift. That's wonderful. Jesse in the back. A new phone. Okay. All right. All right. Let's go right here. Your mom paying for your ski trip. Okay. Good. Wrote me. A SIM card and a new phone. All right. Noah. Your dad. Oh. I'll pay him after the service. That's fine. That's fine. It was well done. Um, well, I hope that uh, we have some, some good ideas about Christmas gifts and some, some memorable things that have happened over, over our life. Um, when we think about those great gifts, though, sometimes it's not the, the gift itself, it's the person who gave us the gift. So I, uh, through university, my, my best friend was a guy named Nathan Powell, and we still keep in touch, uh, you know, 25-odd years later. But I remember uh, we, we did this summer where we were working kind of uh, doing gardening and this kind of stuff as a summer job to make some money when we were in secondary school. And at the end of the summer, we'd been given these uh, faucet heads that you can turn on and off sprinklers outside. They remove them because otherwise silly teenagers turn on the water and leave it running. So we had these little keys that were essentially faucet heads. And I took that, and he was going to be going off in university about 25 hours from where I was going to be at university. And over the next years, we just wouldn't see each other as much. But I kept that faucet keychain uh, as a ring probably for the next 10 or 15 years. And people would see it and be like, what, what is that? And it didn't matter that it was a, you know, a $1, I'm sorry, 180p uh, little, little gimmick thing. It was, it was a reminder of me of one of my closest friends of all time. And you see, those great gifts that we have, they're not necessarily the thing itself. It's, it's what they represent and who they're from. And today, as we come together, we're here to celebrate not, um, not the ho-ho-ho uh, and not the reindeer or, or Santa or any of that. We're there to celebrate the, the truly the, the greatest gift of the season, which is, yeah, Jesus. So as we celebrate that and as we uh, think about that, I want us to think about that amazing gift that God gave us over 2,000 years ago. 
It's a gift that doesn't need batteries. It, it never wears out. There's never any missing pieces. What's amazing is it comes at just the right time, and it supplies everything we need, even when we don't always know what that is. And I think probably my favorite thing is, and it's easy to lose sight of this because we forget sometimes, but it's by the most generous, most imaginative, most loving and kind gift giver that's ever existed. See, my friend Nathan was really, really close with me, but I mean, the love that we have, nothing could compare to the love of God who sent his only son for us. The God who made the universe, who created us, who knows us, who planned us and purposed us, saw our need. And it wasn't just 2,000 years ago. He saw it then. He saw it today. He saw it thousands of years before that. And, and if we look, we know that there is a dramatic need, right? Um, Noah is very generous to me this morning saying that I'm the president he wants. But the truth is, if you talked honestly with my boys for even five minutes, you'd just start shaking your head. <laughs> I think if you, if you look in your own lives, we, we know that that's true. I don't have to look very much further than the man in the mirror to see the only person that really needs to do a lot of improving. I know what a mess I am, I know the mistakes I make, and, and we say mistake, right, as if that's kind of a prettier word when the truth is it's just sin, and it's just stuff that can be ugly. It's the unkind word, the unkind gesture, oh, better yet, the unkind action, maybe when we're driving. Those things are, are in us, and, and we know that they're all a part of us. And God sees all of that, he sees exactly where we are, he sees our condition regardless of, of what, what we feel about ourselves or what others say. And he sent this amazing gift to us, for us, in spite of that beautiful mess that we are. So this Christmas season, as we think about things, I, I want us to kind of consider a paradigm of gifts. And while it was fun talking about Thor and the Guardian saving the galaxy uh, and saving Christmas, it wasn't actually Thor that did that at all. It was Jesus, a little baby who was God's son, who was God, who came so that we could have a relationship with him forever and change our lives. So I've got two presents, um, but before I get to my two big presents, I actually have some small, do we like presents? Yes. Oh, that's lackluster. Never mind. We'll just go to the, do we like presents? Yes. All right. Okay. All right. Well, then I, I do have some presents because I think that understanding presents at the Christmas season is very important. It's one of those things that if we don't really understand what the gifts are all about in the first place, we don't necessarily know why his gift is so great. So I have some, I have some gifts here. For someone in the, in the room, we'll have to decide. And I'm going to go by best gifts. So I have three gifts. I'm going to start with the smallest. You can take a moment and confer with your confederates. Uh, see if you think you can guess what might be in package number one, package number two, or package number three. I'll give you about 30 seconds. Go ahead and talk with the neighbor. See if you can come up with some ideas. Do you, do you already know? All right, so I've heard almost nothing from the back part of this part of the room. These are the adults that came in late that were like too cool for school. Maybe they got forced here. I don't know. <laughs> but I want an answer from this part of the room. Someone here-ish, I would like a hand, what we think could possibly be in package number one. Oh, I see, I see two or three different. I'm going to go with this young lady here who looks very familiar. You think it's chocolate? Would you like to find out if you're right? All right, if it's chocolate and you're right, you can have the gift. That's the way Christmas works. Let's see if she wants some chocolate. 
It could be a pair of socks. Is it, it is chocolate. Fantastic, fantastic. All right, well, so from somewhere here in the middle, and not just the front row, um, I have something else here. All right, let's see. I see some hands. Now, I'm going to give just one little hint. Can everybody hold their breath for just 10 seconds? <gasps> Clearly, it's a bag of broken glass. Um, I'm going to go with this, this young person here. What? I'm sorry, it's what? Oh, a whole city. Um, I'm not sure. You're on the right track. We're, we're kind of, let's try this young man over here. You think it's Lego? Are you very, very confident? You look very confident. I'd say you almost have a Thor-esque confidence about you. Let's see, let's see if he's right. Could just be broken glass. Wouldn't a terrible gift. Was it a Lego? What was it? It is Lego. Oh, fantastic. Well, then, we've got our third gift, and I'm really kind of saving it for this part of the room, although anyone can guess, but I mean, now we've just got a rectangle. Now, to preemptively suggest, last, last service, um, a number of people said, is it just an empty box? It is not an empty box. That would just be unkind. <laughs> I see a hand right here, yes. It, it is a toy. That is very, yes, that's 100% correct. Could we be maybe a little bit more specific? I'll give you a hint. This particular toy, a what? A cup. That's not really a toy. That's like a punishment. You get a cup. He got a car. A toy car. All right, let's see if you're right. Toy car. It's possible it is something like a toy car. It is a car. It's a remote control car. Wow, very well done. Very well done. Well, this morning I want to talk actually uh, about the gift that, that, as we say, that God has given us. And I'm not sure what brought you in here today. See, as I look out at you, you're all smiling and we got Christmas jumpers and everyone has their, their very best self on, right? Because we're at church. And I don't know what it was like for you, but this morning we came to the first service, and I have to be honest, it was, it was very much like, like Christmas is growing up in my home. In my home, there was like what we did at our house, and then there was what we did when we went to the, the guests, the neighbors, grandmas, you know, where things were intense and like a bit of a mess, and you had this plan, but it never quite worked out that way, and it was quite stressful. And then you went over to grandma's, and you're like, yay, everything is great, hi, how are you, right? <laughs> Mom and dad in the car, oh, happy Christmas, right? That was kind of our first service versus now. We had lots of tech difficulties. And I'm not sure what you came in with this morning. I wonder if you came in with a really happy engagement with your family, if it was difficult. What kind of mess do we kind of keep on the inside that we're maybe not being very clear about? But see, God sees that mess. He sees the rest where we're at. And he brings us an amazing gift. Now, this particular gift, this just represents the, the gift that God gives to us. He gives us this gift of relationship with himself, of salvation. He gives us this gift that will change our complete lives. And I don't know where you're at in the faith journey. Maybe for you, this is the millionth time you've been to church service, in which case you're very, very old. Uh, or maybe this is the very first time you've been and somebody has drugged you along. But the gift remains the same, whether we've been engaged in faith for a long time or we haven't been. And God says, I'm giving you myself because I see the mess that you are and I love your beautiful mess. And you can be so much better. 
you can be so much more, but you can only do it in relationship with me. The problem is, is that we come before God, and we think that just like with Christmas, we have to give a gift as well, and it's true, we do. The Christmas gift-giving season, you, you don't just go give me a gift. I offer you a gift, and I give you a gift. But, but we, we keep on trying to wrap up something that looks like this in our lives. And I don't know about you. I really don't. But my life does not look like this. Maybe yours does. I'd like to talk with you more and get some pro tips later if that's true. But see, my life looks a bit more like this. It's, it's quite muddled and messy. It's old newspaper. Uh, Pastor Dave said it looks like his dog wrapped it. And I don't know what your life looks like, but I know that this is a lot more like what my life looks like. But God says, I have this gift for you. And if you'll accept my gift, and if you'll give me the gift of you, everything will be different from now on. So this morning, as we think about these gifts, as we think about this relationship that God wants to engage with us, he sent his son Jesus 2,000 years ago to come into the world, to live in the world, to die for us so that we could have a relationship with him forever. That can start right now. You may have been pretending and playing. You may have been very sincere. You may have drifted. The only person right now that this is between is between you and God. And all he's asking for is your beautiful mess. And he promises an amazing gift in return. Amen? It would be wrong of me not to finish with a Bible verse. So let me just remind you that this isn't what I have to say. This is what God has to say. John 3.16 says that God sent his only begotten son that whosoever would have a relationship with him would be transformed forever and have eternal life with him. Can I close in prayer? Heavenly Father, thank you so much for being here this morning. Thank you for the gift that you give through your son Jesus. Thank you that even though we're a bit of a mess, you love us just the way we are. We don't have to make things prettier or make things better. We couldn't do that really anyway. But you take us the way we are, you give us something amazing and new, and you allow us to be transformed and to be in relationship with you for all eternity. Thank you. Bless us and encourage us and help us to be more like you. In Jesus' name, amen.